0: Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning into episode six of Nathan's Real Talk. Did you miss me? Well, I'm back, and we're going to dive deep into unbelievable true crime cases that not many people talk about. We are going to discuss all the facts. Are you ready? Because it's going to be a killer show. <laughs> Everybody. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. This is episode six. I'm really excited. Took a two-week hiatus. I'm back. And that's probably how it will be. So like every five episodes will be a two-week break. And usually those two weeks are usually for me finding new sources, the my agency editing, the podcast, adding audio, um, you know, I think I said this, but getting sources, um, finding new stories, getting permission to use audio clips in the podcast—just stuff like that—to make the best episode possible. But so, the week before last, I was in New York talking to a couple potential sources for different cases. But this case I'm talking talking about today. Um, I was able to meet with a lady who was a, who lived three doors down from this house that had horrific things happen into it, and I believe you will be hearing her audio um, interview sound by in this episode, if not part two, episode seven, for sure, which I'm very... Excited to get that all in the interview. I'm um, in the episode. Anyway, without further ado, this case is called the Hart Family Case. Now, I personally haven't heard many people talk about this case, but once I start talking about it, I feel like some of you guys might remember hearing about it. Especially when you hear the, how the case ended in the next episode. I feel like you guys will know. But this, um, at all, this case starts out with Sarah and her wife, Jennifer Hart, two uh, Caucasian women. Um, they had been married for four years at this point and they decided that they wanted kids. So they fostered a 15-year-old girl. They told her they were going to keep her as their daughter at least until they turned 18, which I think is a red flag. But I digress because I am adopted. Anyway, um, soon after um, she had been in the home for some time, they began talking about wanting to adopt three siblings. So you're fostering a 15 year old girl and you want to adopt. So it kind of seems a little bit unfair fair to the daughter but let me just stick to the facts um because that's what we're here for um but they talked about wanting to adopt these three siblings they talked to the 15 year old daughter she um the the sarah and jennifer told her they're going to be this one big happy family and they talked about family vacations and basically painted this whole great big family picture and the daughter just loved it she was on board, she was excited she got her hopes up she was she had this like hope and yeah then a week before the adoption took place they took their daughter to a routine therapy appointment and guess what they did pause for dramatic effect guess what they did they never picked her up. Wow. A lot of these foster kids and the uh, and kids are in the system, their thing is that they were abandoned. So for them to do that, beyond traumatic, just beyond, and it makes. Kids like that lose faith in adults. So, (sighs) so they basically picked, uh, packed all of her stuff without telling her, dropped her off, and never came back. Traumatic. Then, a week later, they were still allowed to adopt these three siblings. So, that just shows you how effed up the system is. But, Like I said, we're just sticking to the facts, because I'm about to get all wound up, and we don't need that on this episode. (laughs) We do not. Okay. Anyway, they adopted the three kids, the uh, siblings. It was Abigail, Hannah, and Marcus. Okay? Everything's going good. Um, Fast forward a couple years later, they adopt three more siblings. Sierra, Devante, and Jeremiah. Now, mind you, all six of these children are African-American. Hmm. Okay. One of their favorite things to do was take these family pictures and post them on social media. They loved putting out this narrative, how great they were for basically saving these kids. Like I'm just gonna read one in the Facebook post. We are beyond grateful that we were chosen to give these kids, to give these kids a better life. These kids, ever since we saved them, they have been absolutely amazing. There's so many memories that we've had already that have been documented. And I'm not even going to read the rest because all this just is BS. So we're going to move on from that. But you're putting that on Facebook? Like what? Anyway, like I said, they love putting out that narrative. Um, They went to a lot of cultural festivals. They took a lot of photos and videos, of course, as a family. They went to Black Lives Matter protests. Um, side note, real quick, Black Lives Matter actually start, or uh, basically started in um, 2013 in July, as a result of the acquittal of the officer that shot Trayvon Martin. So, it didn't just start in 2020 like most people think. Anyway, I digress. So they took the they took the kids to the protests, and actually that's where Devonte got into the national spotlight. Um, he would wear these free hug hug signs. And on a partic- uh, one particular photo went viral. Viral, um, that photo was of him tearing up a little bit, hugging the police officer. And the moms just loved the attention. They would post about it, and they would say, like, we are raising leaders of the world. We're raising peacemakers. I'm just like oh my goodness girl yeah you're raising the peacemakers meanwhile meanwhile what was happening on social media the great happy family was not what was happening and the neighbor had a lot to say about what was happening awful. They were abusing the kids. They were depriving them of food. They were beating them sometimes. They wouldn't even let them laugh. They would make them raise their hand before speaking. One of the kids' teachers at school uh, saw that she had some bruises and asked her about it. And the kids said that, yeah, sometimes she got beaten with a belt. When the kids' teachers started to notice things, that's when they decided to pull the kids all out of school and to just homeschool them. They also started to move around a little bit so that nobody would really know what was going on, I guess. One day in 2017, one of the kids, in the middle of the night, climbed down from the second story and ran to the neighbors for help. Mm-mm. Ran to the neighbors for help. After that. The neighbors answered the door. And. Said sorry. Basically to the kids. Sorry but they don't want to be involved. Then the neighbors took. The daughter. Okay so the daughter. The daughter that did that. That was Hannah by the way. The Hannah's the one that climbed down the the two story house won't get to neighbors took Hannah back to back to the house and then the mom said to I believe it was Jennifer said to the neighbor so sorry um, she was joking these kids are drug babies don't listen to them made Hannah write a letter to the neighbor saying so sorry sorry for sorry for disrupting you I have mental issues wrote this in a letter and had to give it to the neighbor <sighs> and can we just talk about how like the teachers like praise teachers for noticing for caring and asking the questions about these kids for one But, like, the teacher started to notice something. So, they pulled them out of school. Just cutting off all their lifelines. And so they can homeschool them. Okay. Were they actually getting homeschooled, though? Like, were they? (laughs) Question mark. A big one. And bold. (sighs) But, yeah. So... Like I said, who you just heard from, that was a neighbor who lived three doors down from the house. Goodness gracious, guys. In part two, you're going to hear everything that happened after that. Because one of the sons went back to the neighbor's house talk to the neighbor the neighbor started to help out the children people were called and then stuff went down so uh, in the next episode you're going to get all those details and it's going to be what's the word crazy (laughs) but thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode you have been listening to Nathan's Real Talk